Hello, welcome to All Game Geek, Gamecast episode number 555. Can you believe it? 555 episodes in. That's almost 11. I only got enough games. I got right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do that. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Tony Korkanakis, joined by Mike Zanini. What's up? And Corey Fonson. Ahoy! Uh, Jim, unfortunately, won't be joining us again. Uh, apparently, this time it's uh, vacation. We'll see about that. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? He can't really be saying anything, but I hope he enjoys his vacation. Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, it's a light gaming news week. Uh, although there has been a but new controversy. A big, <laughs> big controversy. News, I would say yeah. huge controversy uh, and stuff like that. And we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but let's go ahead and get um, into what we've been up to, Mike. Um, so I've been just playing through some more, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, stuck with so you stuck with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I was, currently I didn't know what I was doing. Um, it, it doesn't make it clear. It seemed, because... Uh, Jim and his tails, tail. Yeah, well, basically, the, the part I was stuck on, um... I still think the combat's kind of boring, but whatever. But uh, the part I was stuck on was within the game story, you have like a party of four and then you lose one of them. So I was going into a boss fight with three. I didn't know there was a way to find an alternate at that point in the story, but there was. So when I realized that, I, I did what I needed to do. So I had a full party and was able to eventually beat that part. And now it's been easy again until recently now where there's another grinding halt in the progress in which now instead of a tough boss fight or like level wall it is a grind for money wall Mm. (laughs) um and this is like it's not as bad i know i can do like the business side story like over and over to maybe get it but i've decided that would be a little boring i did it for a little so i'm just wandering around just doing stuff in town but I found myself spending more money than making just because of how things work in the town. So I might have to just go back to the business thing. But, you know, it's fun. And I I, I really haven't put, like, major hours in. I've, like, I'm not, I haven't even gotten 40 hours yet in, into it. I've been playing it for, like, four or five weeks. So it's not exactly, like, the biggest, like, you know, it's not, like, you know, the most engrossing thing I've ever played. But... It's fun. I'm going to keep going, and hopefully um, the story ends up being pretty interesting. I'm not sure if it will, uh, but it's funny. Um, and I've also been playing a lot more of uh, MLB The Show. Just got into that, you know, substituting most of the modern Yankees with all-time Yankees and <laughs> playing through a season like that. Um, nice. So that that's pretty much been it. Just been going back and forth with that. I did play a little Wii golf on vacation with my brother-in-law. Um, <laughs> he he narrowly edged me on that, and uh, that's it, man. Like it's just <laughs> same stuff. <laughs> I gotcha. And uh, Corey, what board games you been playing? <laughs> well, I actually been playing um a video game. What? Yeah. Yeah, so um, Tribes of Midgard came out today, so before the podcast, I got to play about an hour worth of that. It's a survival, like, you get dropped in, you, it's, uh, you know, with the Midgard name, you assume Vikings, Norse mythology type stuff, so your character gets spawned from Valhalla to defend the, you know, Igr- Igrisil world tree, and you have to 
gather materials to survive and craft items and stuff like that. So the artwork is really cool. The graphics, it's got that cartoony, you know, not necessarily shell sh- uh, cell shaded, but it's got that style. You know, loot drops and stuff like that, the things that I enjoy. So I've been having fun with that so far. Um, very early, obviously. Just uh, indie, right? Um, well, it's Gearbox published. That's how I found right, it, right, right, obviously. Right, right. But uh, it's essentially it's like an indie guy, the title that was picked up by, you know, them. And they've got a it's it's seasonal, so like they do have like a battle pass type of um, system. You know, as you progress through, you'll unlock certain things as you go, and then. You know, it, it's not it's not a free to play or anything like that, but it's got rewards for continuing to play throughout the season. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna keep uh, hammering at that. Um, what's weird though is like I'm definitely not a mouse and keyboard person, but because I got on Steam, like, I've been trying to do it, and it's just been like I want to just use my mouse and keyboard the way i use a controller, and it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> and so like I'll try and attack something, and my mouse cursor will be where i left it before which is the other direction so all of a sudden i'll be swinging around my sword behind me instead of in front of me and so i'm like ah so it's definitely <laughs> a um i gotta get used to used to the uh the controls but uh it does have a controller option i just haven't plugged in a controller to it because i'm like you know what i gotta learn this this control system here and i'm gonna try to stick to it and see how i do but yeah looking forward to playing more of that and it goes up to 10-player multiplayer, which is oh, pretty wow. Um, Just playing solo right now, just to get a feel for it. But I did play a board game, which I will mention, because um, this game is called Anachrony. It's from Mind Clash. And they make very brain-burnery games. And this game's um, whole theme is about time travel. So, like, the game's theme is you're essentially trying to prepare your... Uh, house or faction they call them paths to be the most readied when the apocalypse happens essentially and you know this is going to happen because you're from the future and so you're sending materials and resources back in time to get yourself ready and so the game is you trying to get ready for when the uh, calamity happens but um, i just played it recently with the new expansion which is called fractures of time where you can now because it's a worker place and when you place a, a piece out it blocks that space now with this fracture of time expansion, you can move that piece to some other spot and open that spot to someone else, and that just opened up the the game like game, so yeah. much more. It has so many more strategies and so many more things to think about. And like before, it was kind of like a you really had a focused lane that you're in. Now you really have to zigzag and uh, adapt to everyone's different play styles and and and, and routes they're taking. So it made it a it took it from like a good game, like a really good game. game, to like like almost perfection for me. So wow. really, really enjoyed that game. Cool. So, uh, yep, that's me. Reminds me, I played some Jackbox Party Pack stuff too. Oh, nice. Those are always fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, as for me, just um, more Final Fantasy and Dead by Daylight. Really been enjoying that game, even though it can be really frustrating. Just like, I mean, the game. <laughs> It's one of those things where, like, I feel like this is a game that's very hard to be truly balanced. And that's just my gut feeling. I have no idea what the win rate is or anything <clears> like that. But there are times when, like, you're going against the killer and it's just, like, you don't even understand how you're going to get out of this. But conversely, mm-hmm. playing as a killer, sometimes you're just like, damn, these survivors are good. Like, how am I 
how am I going to wipe them or anything like that? And there was this one day where I was playing as killer, and I killed two people out of the four. And I felt good about that, like, whatever, like, half the team, stuff like that. But at the end of the match results, like, you could see everybody's, like, rankings and their points earned and all that stuff. And this one dude that got away was a rank one. And I'm like, <laughs> why am I playing against a rank one? Like, I'm rank 13 out of 20 or something like that. I'm like, why am I fighting a rank one? Like, this is this is bullshit unfair. Oh, so rank one's good. Yeah, yeah, rank one is good. Oh, okay. Like that, I, yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, I'd give it, yeah. Yeah. Damn. So like I yeah. don't think there's much higher than rank one if you're going right. on that scale. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I've been enjoying that. Uh, I really hope you know the game continues to do well and stuff like that. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's been more and more successful as time has gone on. And those crossovers yeah. are just so cool. Like just seeing that. Yeah. Like, it was it was funny the one day uh, I was in the um, Silent Hill map with um, uh, Nemesis, and it's just like, oh, that's an interesting. You know, thing and stuff like stuff that. Stuff you'd never see in yeah, real yeah. life. Yeah. So it's cool like that. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm excited because today was a very good day uh, in terms of things I've been asking for for a long time. So the first release was the uh, Great Ace Attorney, which finally came out uh, out west. Mm-hmm. Got that in the mail. And also today is uh, Neo The World Ends With You came out. Ah. Which is what I've been asking for for decades now and stuff like that. So. Uh, I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm like, really, like, why did these two games that I've been asking for for years and years and years have to, like, come out on the same day? Like, literally the same day, not even, like, the same week or the same month, like, literally the same day. So, uh, by this time next week, I'll have impressions on both of those. But I'm super happy because, like, yes, like, this year, I don't know for you guys, but for me, it's been a bit dry, obviously. I know we're still... No, I mean, I guess I hardly ever stuff. talk about games when I play. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. what are we playing? So, uh, looking forward to that. Game pass for me this year. Yeah, Outriders, that's basically all I've been playing. So, and then, like, Kingdoms of Amalur a little bit. Oh, which is funny, is, like, I was uh, mentioning, um, my coworker talked to me about New World today. I didn't even know about it. It's the Amazon's MMO. Yeah. And he, the way he described it actually reminded me a lot of Kingdoms of Amalur. So I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So, but yeah, who knows? We'll yeah, it's just one of those things where I said in the Discord channel, like, Amazon yep. is the equivalent of like Google in terms of like, I have no faith that Amazon will make this a viable product or, you know, even if yeah, they, have, they like, haven't shown that they can. So yeah. it's like, what, what can, you know, what can you actually expect from it? So. Yeah, so we'll I just want to are like, I can't even fathom putting money, let alone time, into something where I'm like, is this going to be around in a year? Is this going to be around in six? Like, who knows? Who the fuck knows? Thing is, like, up? that's the yeah. thing is, like, they have the money to just, like, throw at it, too. It's like, oh, my gosh, you, you guys have so much money. Like, why do you keep just, like, abandoning things? Yeah, they're terrible. All right, let's go ahead and get into the news. Let's see where we are. Um... Uh, so EA, uh, after I had predicted this a while ago, finally officially an- announced and revealed the Dead Space One remake teaser. Uh, so it is a yeah, brand new awesome. single player adventure from Respawn Entertainment. Um, Respawn. Uh, because you can't, because you don't have <laughs> space. Done Titanfall <laughs> and uh, more recently Apex Legends. Uh, so they've been on a hot streak on that and uh wait did they didn't they also do um jedi fallen order 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 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 thanks. I was like, pretty sure it is. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're doing this because um, obviously, you know, we had a long time of EA just chasing after big multiplayer franchises or franchises that they could monetize via uh, loot boxes or subscription services or, you know, things like FIFA Ultimate and make a billion dollars a year and stuff like that. So I think it's really cool that, you know, they're still giving that studio success because uh, I know a bunch of us had talked about how after Titanfall 2 came out, we were like, and it kind of bombed. We were just like, ah, oh, man, like we don't want this team to get shut down, the studio, you know, closed or anything like that. So good to see him get a, you know, uh, seemingly, you know, dead pun intended franchise uh back on the dead especially after Dude, i love dead space like dead space is one of like those like out of nowhere this is a fantastic game yeah. and then we yeah. talked about like the sequels just amazing and so like they were they were poised to like really take off until corporate and yeah. political and all that money grabbing garbage got thrown in there and uh yeah no i think I'm hoping that they can, you know, go back to their roots and uh, make a really fun and scary, you know, because Dead Space was one of those, it was a legitimately scary game to play. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I'm super excited. I'll definitely probably be day one on that um, just because uh, I love horror games. I feel like um, you don't really get many AAA, especially uh, other than like Resident mm-hmm. Evil, you know, Silent Hill. That's been completely dead. Uh, and you know frankly i'm tired of even hearing like the rumors about that right yeah Yeah. i mean pt was like the last really great like and that was just a demo (laughs) it wasn't even yep so it's bad i mean obviously the remakes for resident evil but yeah it's you don't get them anymore yep i guess fez like a pc you do have that what was that fez fez Mm? when you were talking about the one where like your ghost hunters or something Oh, oh fan- phasmophobia. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But that, that's super indie. Like that's yeah, that was, super yeah. super indie. Um, it like leaned in on its cheapness, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, like that's one of those games where like actually like the the glitches and bugs kind of make the game funny because it's like it's like oh the ghost is glitchy like that's cool mm-hmm. like whatever you just kind of like roll with it and and whatnot. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't usually get the. Yeah, you would not put up with that with a triple A, you know, sixty dollar, seventy dollar title at all. Moving along, uh Warner Brothers games uh announced this week that Mortal Kombat eleven, which is the latest entry in the Mortal Kombat franchise, uh, has sold more than twelve million units worldwide. Oof. Um brings the franchise to more than seventy three million video game units to date, uh, which is frankly pretty Pretty damn impressive. I think it makes it the number one fighting game franchise. I would. Uh, I mean, over Street Fighter still, huh? Over Street Fighter, unfortunately, and, that, and that's the thing is, Street Fighter Man uh, has really gotten mismanaged ever since Street Fighter Four. Um, I don't want to yeah. kick Capcom in that aspect while they're down, but I just thought the way they handled Street Fighter, everything with Street Fighter Five, was just a step in the wrong direction mm-hmm. from making it Sony exclusive for you know the what is it, the fight, the fight pass or. And then the story mode, like, being tacked on later, that was yeah, weird, exactly. too. It, was just, it, it just came out during a bad time yeah. uh, when we were in that fuck Capcom uh, era and stuff yeah. like that. So hopefully, uh, you know, Street Fighter Six can bring it back together. But, yeah, but focusing back on the news, 
Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, obviously really good news. Congrats to them. Yeah, Ed Boon was quoted as saying, when Mortal Kombat launched nearly 30 years ago, I never dreamed it would grow into the franchise it is today. Uh, We have some of the most passionate fans in the world, and we appreciate the support they've shown us over the years. Um, Passionate, all right. (laughs) Well, I mean, any big franchise these days is... No, I, it's funny though because you, if you listen, if you just just paid attention to like any announcement recently, to be like, uh, why don't you fix your damn game? The most broken release ever, Mortal Kombat 11. And I don't know, it's ridiculous to me, but uh, for some, for whatever reason, and I almost don't understand it, this last one really just continued to stay selling long term. Um, over and over, some of it probably had to do with the movie. And those other those animated things as well that have been released. Yeah, and then I, they also came out with a lot of content for it too. They did. They yeah. came out with a lot of DLC as well. And um, yeah, and I mean uh, that's part of it is just because you know um, anytime you have things that tie into the franchise, the IP, mm-hmm. whether it's the movie, the animated stuff, um, heck, even like uh, you know axed figures and whole, anytime that you remind people that hey you remember mortal Kombat, right like even the arcade units like those you know yeah. 500 dollar ones and stuff like that the one-ups yeah yeah you're just helping you know build the brand and especially with 11 in particular i think it was a perfect storm of like hey this game is really good it's nostalgia factor um but also like the dlc content was like long-winded it wasn't just like uh, unfortunately i know mike you're <laughs> tired <laughs> like, it wasn't just like a hey like one year of support and like repeating off and stuff like that. i was like I think at least two years, right? If not, it's been. It's a little over two. And they Um, even released story DLC, which is which was a first for them. Um, Again, it felt a little too late for me, but not for everyone, obviously. No, I mean that's the thing that everybody. I mean, you because you got the game when it came out. Yes. But like people that didn't get the game were holding off. Like then now, like they're getting you know these new releases that are. Giving you all this content. I wonder if that number includes, like, you know, that, those things. I, wish, I would assume. It's got hey, more come 11 hey, in the name. $30 got, for Aftermath or something. Yeah, I would assume yeah. that. Yeah, so good for them. Um, and let's see. I guess we can get into the big news and topic of the night. Uh, but last Wednesday, Bloomberg <laughs> <laughs> uh, reported that Activision Blizzard is being sued over its fret by culture by the state of California. Yeah, the state of California. Like, not just, like, the employee that was disgruntled or something. Yeah. No, this is... Like, literally the state. Wow. Like, the <laughs> government. Um, so let's see. Uh, not really laughing at it, but just the... It's absurd. It's absurd that it's gotten to this mm-hmm. level. Uh, so quoted as saying, Video game giant Activision Blizzard, Inc., maker of games including World of Warcraft Diablo, fosters a frat boy culture in which female employees are subjected to constant sexual harassment, unequal pay, and retaliation, according to a lawsuit filed by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. A two-year investigation by the state agency found that the company discriminated against female employees in terms and conditions of employment, including compensation, assignment, promotion, and termination, company leadership consistently failing to take steps to prevent discrimination, harassment, or retaliation, the agency said. According to the complaint, um, female employees made up around 20% of the Activision workforce and are subjected to a pervasive frat boy workplace culture, including cube crawls in which male employees drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior towards female employees. Um, 
The agency alleges male employees play video games during the workday while delegating responsibilities to female employees, engage in sexual banter, and joke openly about rape, among other things. Uh, female employees allege being held back from promotions because of the possibility they might become pregnant, being criticized for leaving to pick up their children from daycare, and being kicked out of uh, lactation rooms so male colleagues could use the rooms for meetings, the complaint says. Uh, I mean, I, I really, there's so much for me to say, but like the first thing, just yikes. I mean, mm-hmm. And this is not like like you mentioned. This is a two-year investigation. This is not new right. things coming to light. Like, oh, hey, we just found out about this. This has been an ongoing thing in the in this you know company for years, yes, which years. is what's really disturbing. Like, because like we keep this keeps happening. Like, we keep popping up with these companies. You know, Ubisoft with that. You know, a couple like a year or last year or whatever it was, and like we we keep hearing these things, and then it just keeps coming up, and then you think, oh, it's just kind of it's just happening now or something like recently, but no, it's like happening for years, and and this um, is, yeah, there were the, a few people recently like who have in the past few years at least who've been quietly leaving the company and things like that that are also being like named or being a part of this as well which is is that's what's really disturbing to me like that's where i was like oh my gosh this is not new like we we were loving and enjoying these games that have been Mm -hmm. coming out for years and meanwhile things like this have been going on behind the scenes that nobody knew about except for the people affected by it yeah uh i mean for me it's just it's heartbreaking because you know, as I was growing up uh, playing video games, uh, <clears throat> Blizzard was up there in, in terms of like just prestige and the quality and amount of video games that they released that I played. And it was like mm-hmm. almost literally everything since what is, I'm looking at the timeline here, 1995 with Warcraft 2 on PC. Yeah. Uh, and then going through that, you know, um, Diablo, Starcraft, Warcraft 3, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Hearthstone, like. They just made so many games that were high quality, um, you know, it was easy to love the characters, the story, the community and stuff like that. And just to read this article and there's there's actually some really disgusting stuff, like even more disgusting and disturbing stuff. If you take the time to read through the complaint uh, and I won't because there's some trigger warnings in there uh, about like uh, suicide and self-harm. Mm. Um, just to think that all these years and this is long before even the Activision Blizzard merger. Um, so that it's not like Activision's control over them started this. It was even before that. Uh, it's honestly depressing to think that all these years I was enjoying these games and people were just being, you know, hurt and abused behind the scenes. And it, it like honestly makes me feel disgusting to be a part of that. Um, and I think it was about two years ago when their whole uh, anti-Hong Kong pro, you know, Chinese Communist Party thing came to like because of the hearthstone professional like i boycotted them i was like fuck this i'm not you know i'm not gonna stand for this and this year i was like considering i was like you know what maybe maybe i'll gently roll back and just like play the games i have purchased already you know because a couple of my friends actually started playing overwatch again and i was like well i already paid for overwatch maybe i'll play it and stuff like that but after that or even like warcraft you know world of warcraft or something like that a couple people started picking that up again because of um burning crusade classic but after this i'm just 
I can't even imagine <laughs> paying them a dime. Yeah. No, I mean, there needs to be drastic changes that are yeah. um, public to really change a lot of people's minds, I think. Yeah. And and the thing is, I don't even I doubt it's going to happen without forced intervention uh, from that. Will well, come it hasn't, this loss. Like, yeah, it hasn't happened. Their, yeah, their, their response, their official response to that, this filing was actually mm. eye popping in terms of like, really, like this well, overcrafted this up. Here's this the, the best. Don't they have to sort of deny it's a lawsuit. They can't just say, oh, yeah, you're right, because then they lose. Like, they have to sort of deny it a little bit, don't they? Or else that ruins, you know, the whole case for them. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. But the way <clears throat> the way they said that, and let me pull it up. Um, I mean, I, I understand, like, everyone's upset. But, like, what are they, they – if they want to dispute any of it at all, which, you know, it's within their right to, they kind of can't just be like, yep, you're right, sorry. Let's – everything they said was true. And we'll pay everyone, or, you know, clothes or whatever happens if they say that. But I mean, I don't know what it, you would expect them to say. That's what that's what I take issue here with, like where we focus so much on that. Like I don't know, I don't know. Well, there's no, not like, focusing the on is, that, but it's just it's just when you well, read, that's, that's what the current employees are focused on too with this strike, which seems weird to me because like if you had a problem with this, you couldn't say anything yourself. And now you're waiting. It's like, oh, I don't like how they responded now that people know about this. So I'm going to walk out. That seems a little strange to me. Why? Why? Because if you had a problem with management before and you had nothing to say until they make a public statement, and you're like, you know what? I don't like how you how you responded in public. I don't know. Unfortunately, but Mike, the problem is people have opinions that they keep to themselves and they don't feel safe where they don't feel yeah. capable of voicing those until other people and then they feel like now we have people that we can stand next to to do it and that's the that's the biggest problem and that's why you see so many things come out so much later is because the the victims don't have a platform to or feel like safe enough to to say anything either because they lose their job or lose standing or whatever it is yeah you know, i mean the, the lawsuit specifically so, says retaliation like what are you going to do? I, I understand that's why that, it happens. That's, like that. what's, that's why I just think it's strange that, you know, it's, it's just the now that people they're they're upset upset about. you don't know. Like, people didn't know who else felt this way. Like, they don't know. Like, they're probably not necessarily like talking about it all the time. They they may like be like, oh, we have a problem, but I'm not going to say anything because no one else is saying anything. And now that it's all public, they're like, well, this is, these are my opinions now. So, that, I mean, that's what you, like, that's the problem. And that's that's the thing is, you don't know how these people feel that like you don't know how they are, what their situation is in life and what, what they're doing to like survive necessarily. You know, like I saw some stuff, people talking about how they didn't want to say anything because they were afraid of losing their job. And if they lost their job, all this other, you know, dominoes would fall and they just, they couldn't afford to do that. And that was their choice, unfortunately. But like now that they have people that they feel comfortable standing up with that's it makes it easier and that's i know but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about how they chose the response as the breaking point not you know they're not saying oh i don't like what well they are in a way but they're just like i don't i don't agree with how they respond the current culture how the current leadership Mm -hmm. responded so we're walking out now 
And I'm like, I mean, it's like one of those things, the straw that broke a camel's back type of thing. It's just add, it's all adds up, I mean, and this is what just, they used. In the, the, the response point. is just legalese, though, like a way to avoid implicating yourself. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but there's also the right and the wrong thing to do as well. And, like, they're still choosing well, the th- wrong here's thing. Here's the thing. Like, have you, have you read the statements, Mike? Not all of them. No, I none of this is a surprise. <laughs> so okay, we're commenting about something that we haven't even read. But the, the thing is, like, it, it's it's almost a joke because the official response says, like, you know, they invite any employees that have problems to speak with management. The problem is management. Like that. Like, do, do you not understand the the irony there? Where it's like, hey, uh, management leadership is abusive, and any employees right. that feel that way should privately come to management about. Yeah, human resources is sexually harassing me. Like, go see human resources about it. It's a joke. Like, I understand your problem. That, yeah. that they have to, you know, be at a position where they have to deny it. But the thing was, like, this is basically them spitting on their victims saying, yeah, we, we, we deny every single thing about this. And nobody has ever been abused in uh, the company and stuff like that. And it's like, clearly you're fucking lying. Like, 100%. Like, you know, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. It, it's it's insulting. It's literally insulting. And that's the tipping point for a lot of these uh, people that are in positions where they're either in an employment uh, directly by Blizzard or something where they, you know, they're professionals on Overwatch League or, you know, something like that. And people have said, they're like, man, like, it feels weird being a Blizzard employee right now because this sucks. And uh, people are tweeting where literally no work on any other games are being done right now. Like somebody from the World of Warcraft team said, like, yep, no work is being done at all. On, on the World of Warcraft game because and, that, and that's the thing is this. like it really sucks is like the people that are putting in all this time and effort are suffering and they're, they're not getting you know the credit or anything that they deserve and yeah I mean I I always feel bad like in this situation where like I really enjoy some of the like some of their games and like the people that put in the hard work and effort to make these games great you know, like they're getting, they're suffering, and I don't want to not necessarily support that. But at the same time, it's hard to support a company in general that's putting that's treating their employees in this, such a, a manner. And that, and, and unfortunately, we know this is happening. Like it's not like it's not something that's um, you know, oh, he said, she said. Like now that you have this whole, you know lawsuit it's all coming it's all going to come out like that's the thing is we're all we're going to see it all now like as far as it's not going to be someone saying this and someone saying that it's um, you're going to have that's proof. the purpose of the lawsuit to right. determine, you know what is real so yeah but i, I mean if you have a two-year investigation you finally you've, you've had to have gathered enough information to feel comfortable you would think so yes yeah you'd hope so yeah i mean even but like the thing is like even if you don't have enough to like swing it one way like there's so much smoke there that this it's not like nothing is happening like they're saying it's it there's definitely something going on that needs to change regardless of if whoever side comes out on top here no there are people that are suffering and there are people that are in, you know that are not you know in a good spot so regardless of what happens we, it, it, otherwise this wouldn't have been a thing so like that's what gets me too is you have a two-year investigation, like, what's what triggered this, like, somebody to be like, all right, we got to start investigating this, and we're going to keep investigating this for the amount of time we've investigated it. And yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it sounds like a, a, like a, a movie. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It can't have been just, like, one incident. It had to have been, you know, a, a, unfortunately, a, a pretty serious amount of allegations against them for them to be... The, again, the state of California, like, I don't know how many times that has ever happened to any company, like, where it's like, oh, yeah, the government is looking into this company for abuse and stuff. Like, I, I just can't think of that ever happening elsewhere. Like, I, I'm not sure, maybe... I'm sure it has, maybe. but I don't know, but I don't follow companies that aren't video game companies right. right but i mean like this this is making news like like everywhere like even just not not even just like video game websites like it's on like you know new york times all that other stuff where it's like this is huge news um so it's definitely gotten there and again it's just it's eye-popping that first of all they didn't take it seriously and tomorrow actually is the day that um both blizzard employees and fans are uh planning on doing a protest um in support of the victims and the current employees that have objections to the way leadership is happening uh so it's going to be a walkout and uh communities uh of the various blizzard games are uh spreading you know requests that people not log in buy blizzard games etc etc to show you know protest um (laughs) it's crazy that uh i think uh they had a what was it um on one of the world of warcraft servers uh just people protesting by like logging their characters and just clogging up um the main cities of uh, the new expansion or something like that uh in order to like just i don't know crash a server or something like that whatever just you know them trying to fuck fuck activision blues because yeah but it's just again it's depressing that we're at that point and especially with something like overwatch which you know really promoted what I would say their company values previously, uh, it, it makes you look at that and be like, how can you push for this kind of stuff? And then uh, at the same time, just be a shitty company internally. Like, I, I guess the closest one is maybe Google with, with how Google has been acting the past couple of years uh, and stuff that's come to light. But, you know, I don't think there's been an official federal investigation from them. So uh, it's a shitty and we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and the other thing that I thought was so ridiculous was that when this day, when the news came out, and all these employees, both former, former and current, were talking about all the stuff, giving their experience and stuff like that, there was one that said, <laughs> "All these companies, and especially Blizzard, will do a strategy where it's like, hey, here's news about a game or something like that to try to deflect from the controversy that's what's going on." And like literally the next day, it was like, "Oh, Overwatch 2 information or Diablo 4 information or something like that." It's like come on, get the fuck out of here. Just like randomly like, oh yeah, we're just going to talk about this for, you know, whatever reason. Stuff like that. It's just like, fuck you. And, you know, I think it can't come at a worse time for Blizzard either because the recent WoW expansion is getting panned. Uh, their subscribers have dropped the most or the least uh, in years. Uh, Overwatch is pretty much all but dead at this point while they wait for Overwatch 2. Uh, Diablo 4 is still, you know, when... Do they even have a target years away? Right, Hearthstone bleeding money, you know, for them where it's just not. Suppose that other the mobile game never came out. Oh oh, no! uh, Apparently, Diablo Immortal, I think, is the the name for the Mm. mobile game, is apparently launching later this year. But yeah, I mean, it's just not a good time for the company. (laughs) This is as a result of Activision forcefully, you know, trying to make them give out annual, you know, releases to make the money and stuff like that. So it's like, this is just what do you? Like you're not even doing anything good for us, so just <laughs> fuck you. You know, it's like not you're not making any good games. You're being shitty to your employees. Just 
yeah, my personal personal opinion is like get fucked. Like I would love to see this company just get gutted from the top down, just start over again, burn everything. Mm. So we'll see what happens. Um, I expect it to be in the news for quite a while because my understanding is these are not short term uh, lawsuits. Probably. Yeah, I mean, if you're spending two years on investigating, you're gonna probably spend just as much time to yeah, it'll be sort it all out. I do, I, I do worry when, when just, and I don't know the, the, anything really other, cause other than the summary you gave as far as like the offenses, but I do worry how many like legacy video game companies, it's the same exact thing. Cause that sounds like, no, that's what makes you think. Makes no, you think. I mean, well, yeah. it sounds like to me, you know, it's a, it's a company that starts with a bunch of guys they get super comfortable and then when they expand and they get some female workers, they don't give them any sort sort of, you know, consideration that they might not be comfortable with how, you know, they Frat were. boy culture works? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or there might not be like, you know, just there's no sort of consideration for them as, yeah. you know, different types of people. And uh, I just, because the, the, all these companies started, you know, back then like these like pc like indie and then expanding things like in from the 90s yeah they they all were guys then and <laughs> and that's just what they were used to and i'm just worried that like you could do this with almost any company that's old enough definitely makes you think about it too like as soon as i heard this like being like way back in the beginning like it made me think about that too like oh did Bungie have this kind of culture? Did uh, you know, especially because they were, you know, they worked with Activision and, and Blizzard. Um, you would think maybe not to this extent, but I would almost guess yes for most of them. I mean, we already, I mean, we've heard well, about this type so, of stuff yeah. before with other companies. So yeah, I, like, mean, about, kind of, kind I mean, I mean, absolutely. Going. Like, there's, there's definitely it's not even intentional, but it's just how it happens, and it's not good. But that's, well, sure, but I mean, the the the, the difference is that. I think we're talking about is the scale. Uh, I mean, Activision Blizzard is one of the largest publishers on the mm-hmm. planet. Um, you can't. I mean, it's it's them, uh, Electronic Arts, and uh, probably Ubisoft at that point. And we already had we had Ubisoft last this, year. Is you know, this we had the news. specifically about Blizzard branch, but now it's owned by Activision, or are we talking like bigger? No, this is Blizzard, Blizzard. full on Blizzard. Yeah. All right. So it's just me. Yeah. Blizzard, really. Yeah, but before even Activision got into the picture, yeah. Blizzard was behaving, like, as a company, was behaving this way. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. But, I mean, I'm sure it happens at other companies, and a lot of the women that are coming forward, they're saying, um, you know, it. they've had discussions with their, their male colleagues that are like, oh my god, is it like that, you know, at here, and it's just X company, and they're like, yeah, just not to that degree, or, you know, that popular, or that bad, mm-hmm. uh, which is just, unfortunately, you know, just it just feels like the Me Too thing again, where it's like, oh, wait, like, that's our production company, and that happens with this studio or this director or, you know, whatever, and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it sucks. It's unfortunate, but um, it needs to happen uh, for that to move forward and for things to get better. And, Corey, I think even Bungie released an official statement, even though they didn't have to, mm-hmm. uh, in support of the victims. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure they even, like, admitted, like, and they did a good press release where they said, like, you know, we probably aren't I, I forget what they said but basically it was like 
we probably aren't doing absolutely. the best, but we can always, you know, improve upon, you know, how. Yeah, we I mean, I, I would uh, this like solidarity. the the hope here is that this coming to light will kind of like start a fire under some of these companies and be like, wait, we need to go back and look at how we're treating our employees and what where our processes are and how welcoming we can be to complaints or whatnot and stuff like that and. And yeah, and then how we can listen. Like that's the main thing. Is like if this can really do that for this industry, that hopefully, um, I mean, something good can come out of this. You know? Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, this industry is still relatively young. I mean, if you think about it, or you know, if you consider it the '80s as the birthplace of video games, it, you know, it's still 40 years in. That's not really that long of a time uh, in the grand scheme of things. So, uh, and that's time for people that were, you know, those indie startups in the '80s. They're still around. They're just older. Uh, it's you know in ceo or c-level positions and stuff like that so uh it's still around it's not time for you know uh i guess deep-rooted stuff uh other than that so hopefully things get better we'll see what comes to light uh from this lawsuit over the coming months maybe year and um just even the stuff that's coming out on social media yeah this is not the last yeah not the last time we're gonna be hearing about it um and we'll see what happens i mean and like I said, Ubisoft last year, they had that whole thing. And they're even saying now that since then, it hasn't gotten much better. So <laughs> there might be a spotlight on them uh, shortly after this. So we'll see what happens. But be better. But, you know, fuck Blizzard. Just... <laughs> I'm glad I don't right. like any other shit. I mean, I like yeah. the watch, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So. Anyway, uh, not to end on a dour note, but I think that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. If you can, like, subscribe, and uh, maybe send us a comment or an email at podcast at allyoucangeek or allyoucangeek.com. <laughs> allyoucangeek at gmail.com. Yeah, sorry about that. I just uh, <laughs> have it, stuff like that. Yep. Uh, so that, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.